Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my beautiful, <laughs> intelligent, Walt Disney World Resort loving wife, Michelle. Thank you, baby. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Saturday. Yes, another recording on a Saturday. Whoa. This time it's December 21st, 2019, and we are, yes, at the Walt Disney World Resort woo, as we woo, speak. Woo. Not only that, we are at the brand new Disney Vacation yeah. Club Resort, Disney's Riviera Resort, and we're going to be talking a little bit la about la. that. Yes, we're going to be talking <laughs> a little bit about that as we progress into this show. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> so, uh, so good to have you with us. Uh, Boy, we're going to be totally off the cuff today. It's going to be a little bit of an odd episode yes. probably because we just got back from the parks. We're going to cut this fairly quickly. We've been pretty, it's been a pretty busy week, wouldn't you say, Michelle? It is a pretty we busy week. We've changed hotels already and we're going to be changing again tomorrow, mm -hmm. which is part of the reason why we're recording tonight because we won't be into our next room until later in the day. Right. So. so, and we have to pack up and get out of here and it's going to be a rainy day tomorrow and we're <laughs> trying to figure out how we're going to adjust to the parks because of that. But uh, that's our issue. You, I know you're all really, you know, concerned about us being out here on vacation <laughs> right now, but uh, now we're having a great time. And thank exactly. you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the best place to find us is at HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, why don't you just take a step and to sign up for our newsletter. Right. We really just want to share some things with you and interact with all of you. And so we really would love if you take a moment and uh, sign up for that newsletter. Yeah, it'd be great. Also, we are in the midst of our final ballot for our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. You can also find that there on the, we have its, uh, its own webpage. If you just go to our menu, it says Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. I will show all the nominees and at the bottom is where the ballot is. It just takes a, a couple minutes to just go through. It's only four categories. Just takes really quickly to go through. And if you do complete the ballot, you will be up for our giveaway, which is this beautiful Rise of Skywalker poster that we got at the D23 Expo. And hey, what better week to, you know, put that out there as right. a giveaway. Exactly. It is a great poster. And many, many of you already participated in nominating these uh, movies and films from these cat and, and characters uh, in these categories. You did the hard part, narrowing it down. So now is the fun part. Get your vote in there and be entered into our uh, giveaway. Yes. So uh, it's just really simple. And if you, by the way, if you've given us either a review in the past or if you give us a review now, that will give you a second entry for your chance to win. And we'll be giving that away at the end of the month. And if you want to, yes, Michelle. Well, I also want to give a shout out to uh, one of our past winners, um, Camille, who won one of the Frozen posters. She won the first one of the Frozen posters and she uh, posted a picture of it. She has it framed now and it looks amazing in their house. And thank you, Camille, for sharing that with us. It, it really does look up look wonderful in your home yeah she posted an adorable picture of uh it with her uh with her daughter uh lorelei right. there and her also in her frozen two little outfit and it was yeah, just as cute as could be it was just a great picture lorelei really just had a that. birthday recently yes. so not too long wow. ago happy birthday be a big lorelei. girl yes big girl big blue princess 
So, uh, and uh, by the way, you want to follow us socially? You're putting a lot of stuff out there from our journeys through the Walt Disney World Resort this week. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, you can always email us at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Right. And we do love hearing from you all. Uh, we love to hear if there's a certain topic or category of topics you'd like us to cover. Please let us know and c- connect with us. Yes, absolutely. We love hearing from all of you Hyperion adventurers. As for today, like I said, this is going to be a little bit different episode. We we're on the road. So I don't think we'll have any Disney stories of the week because even though we're right in the center of Disney, I've been actually not in touch with any Disney news right. this week. <laughs> uh, but we will be going through, first of all, we will talk a little bit about our our journey to uh, the very merry Christmas, Mickey's very merry Christmas party, which right. was my first experience with that. And we had a very interesting night. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We are going to tell you about the Riviera resort, give our kind of views on what it's like, what we like, what's mm, maybe could use some improvement, but we're going to talk a little bit about that. And of course we will give you our spoiler free review of star Wars episode nine, the rise of Skywalker. So we know this is going to be a real brief recap of some of the highlights from our trip. Uh, Actually, next week's episode will really delve into a lot more of the things that we saw and did uh, to give some feedback if you're in the area or coming to the area, some things that you can look forward to. Yeah, we're going to give you a full recap next week when we're a little bit more well-rested, we're at home, (laughs) we're back in our normal surroundings, and we're not running in and out of hotels and and parks and skyliners and everything else. But we're looking forward to sharing our entire trip with you out there, so that'll be a lot of fun. But we do want to say we did follow one of our pieces of advice, and we we did take a day where we didn't do much. Yes. And that was yesterday because yes. of the rise of Skywalker. Right. That was a played a big part in it. But uh, let's get to some of this stuff that we've done that we were just talking about. Uh, we got here on Sunday. Uh, we went to the Very Merry Christmas party on Tuesday night, and it was wet, <laughs> rainy, rainy, rainy. Yeah, night. actually thunder and lightning storms right overhead yeah it's that old the lightning strikes and then you count and it's like one yeah it was torrential (laughs) uh it was actually a very crazy night so funny yeah it was way and you know there were there were a lot of cast members they were they were having to uh you know kind of squeegee the water out of the way because the puddles were so deep it was pretty crazy a lot of people uh, kind of every time you turned into anything that had cover, there was people huddled under right. it. It was pretty interesting. Uh, I pretty much had to close every ride that was offered. Right. Um, yeah, there were very With few. With the exception of a couple. Yeah, there were very few rides actually going for a good portion of the night. Uh, we kind of went through and very early on decided this is what we're going to do. We're going to tough it out. Michelle put on her uh, poncho. <laughs> I carried my trusty umbrella because we forgot our second poncho this time. <laughs> um, and we just trucked it through the night and we decided, look, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get as many sweet treats as <laughs> <Yes>. we can. <laughs> Drink all the Fanta and hot, hot chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> eggnog, all the stuff. So we just like, okay, let's get the map out. And we had to have like two or three of them because they were getting soaked as we went through the night. And we just went station to station, you know, getting these treats. And that's how we spent the early part of the night. We didn't right. actually get on an attraction until, gosh, like nine. 40 at night it was a little bit before the fireworks we finally got on the people mover that was the first attraction we went on 
man, that was fun. You know, it was also good to get out of the uh, the rain for just a right. little bit. And then we went over and it, the rain actually was starting to subside at that point. We did get to see the fireworks, which were beautiful. The new fireworks show um, based around Minnie Mouse is, uh, is really beautiful. And um, hopefully they continue that on for next year's uh, Very Merry Christmas party. Yeah, that that was really great, especially considering that they did have to cancel the first uh, parade showing. So um, having the rain subside enough to go through the fireworks was mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. So we went through that and then pretty much everybody, I think had had enough at that point, almost everybody, uh, they'd had enough of the rain. They'd had enough of, you know, not, not enough, st- not enough stuff being open or whatever. So they kind of head out. We stuck around, however, the rain subsided, all the attractions opened, and we were from 11 to 12, we walked, just literally walked on like five or six different attractions. It was glorious, along with picking up more sweet treats along (laughs) the way, of course. Yes. Um, and they were by that point they were just handing them out fistfuls of sweet treats, we like, like five right. cookies at a time. Yeah. It was so funny at the beginning they were like one, you know, and there was one in particular that I really wanted a second one, and I said, oh, can I have two? And they're like, no, one and one each. And but but like you're saying at the end of the night, it was like, okay, what do you want? Five, six. You know, right. Here you go. <laughs> that was great. And we also had a fun thing where uh, we just had this fun interaction where we were just kind of standing there. We had just picked up uh, the a snowman pretzel and a Fanta. And we were just, you know, we we're actually enjoying that one at the time. And, um, Peter Pan just walked up to Michelle and said, hi, and just started talking to us. Right. And it was cool. Sat there and just talked to us for like 10 minutes. Just sit there, just a conversation. In character. With, and with, It was Peter Pan. Yes, that's character. true. Um, but really, uh, I mean, it was, I mean, this really good Peter Pan. Yeah. Really entertaining. And we just had a, just a fun little time for like 10 minutes together. You know? Right. Right. That was probably one of the few interactions he had all night. Right. Unfortunately, <laughs> I had a snowman pretzel in one hand. I had a Fanta in the other hand. I had a backpack on and an umbrella nearby. And I couldn't, get my camera out to take or my phone out to take a picture of us. Right. So we don't have any photo evidence of it. But it was a really <laughs> fun interaction. Right. And it was one of those situations where you think it's going to be like very brief, like somebody's just walking past you and says hi and then it ended up being longer and by the time we realized that then another family had come up and so yes but it was really cool it was was a really fun interaction we saw the closing show headed out a little after midnight it was it was a great time uh but the reason i'm we're actually recapping this now instead of saving this till next week is because uh, Disney came through again with wonderful customer service for this event, Michelle. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. As we were leaving, they they were handing us these little, it was kind of like a, a brownish gold trimmed card. And I thought it was just going to be like a sketch, like a sketch of a, you know, Mary, Mickey and his Christmas attire or something like that. And that is not what it was. Yes, what it was was a, a little note saying that your tickets for tonight, for that night, had been converted to a regular park, one day park ticket that you can use whenever. Or if you decide instead, you can convert those within the next uh, calendar year into tickets for another event, like, uh, you know, the Not So Scary or right. Very Merry or any of the other nighttime events. You can convert them. And they gave this to everybody. And it's automatic. The card was just there to show you that, that, you know, this is happening. And if you want to change it, you can call this number to change it to a different event or whatever. So it's just, and, you know, I mean, we got lots of treats. We got the 
we went on plenty of attractions. We got the fireworks show. We got a lot of cool right. stuff out of this. And we have it still a chance. It's not like it was completely wiped out. No. Disney does not control the weather. It's not like Disney, you know, decided to right. shut things down for the night. And, you know, they really didn't have to go that far, but it really is total Disney that they did. Yeah. I mean, we did, like you said, we did quite a few attractions after the fireworks, uh, all walk on type of situation. We were there until after midnight. Um, so they, you know, they weren't rushing people out either. I'm sure if we wanted to do some additional shopping, we could have done that. We could have stayed longer, yeah. Right. Um, so, I mean, it was impressive that in spite of being able to, I think we actually did, you know, for the most part, we did everything attraction wise and saw what we wanted to see. And they did have the parade for the second showing. So, I mean, in essence, the entire night party was available. It's just that the beginning part was, uh, you know, an inconvenience with the rain, uh, like you said, we just decided to, you know, we were soaked. Our shoes were like sopping wet yeah, and everything. We're already we, wet. Yeah, let's just, just go on. Let's going. just do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're, we were not expecting anything like that at the end. And it was really impressive that they did that. Yeah. So that's the reason we're bringing this up now is because I just wanted to you know, thank Disney. And also I wanted yeah. to thank all the cast members uh, who were there. Uh, they were probably getting more business than they expected. There were people that were clouding a lot of areas. Yeah, they stayed in the holiday season. They stayed jolly all night long. Yeah. They had they were had really great attitudes. Uh, you know, t- totally what you'd expect. Uh, you know, and thank you to all the Disney cast members that made it still a great holiday party despite the crazy weather that we were right. checking out, which is Florida. So why do you? What else yeah. would you expect? <laughs> but uh, it was uh, it was. Pretty interesting, and yeah, it was uh, unexpected. I wouldn't have surprised me if they had kicked back, you know, like you know, twenty five dollar gift card right, or something, you know, yeah, something right. like that. But to, you know, basically give you, the, you know, another whole party. Uh, that's right. that's pretty impressive for everybody. Everybody yeah. that went to there, that's right. pretty impressive. So, thank you, Disney. Uh, great job again. So moving on. So we started our vacation at Bay Lake Towers. Then we moved over just a couple days after this resort opened up to where we are now, which is Disney's Riviera Resort. And uh, we're very impressed by it right when we got to the grounds. I think you'd agree, Michelle. Yeah, definitely. I mean, how it looks, a lot of the really interesting touches that they have. They have a mosaic um, that I think has touches. It looks, it does seem to me to be Mary Blair's. Uh, designs in some of those um, mosaics and you know just the whole ambiance here is wonderful everybody who's working here you can tell they're excited to be here and you know we're really knowing that they had to deal with some opening challenges from time to time went through everything you know so graciously so pleasant and made it really wonderful yeah, uh, it's been really, really cool so far. They've done some things here that I have not seen done at a Disney resort, at a DVC resort. Let, let's just talk about, first of all, checking in. Uh, when we checked in, it's a little loose at the front desk. It's a little <laughs> odd looking, actually. Uh, but once you check in, the people get you, know, they're like, okay, yeah, oh, oh, all right, we see you here. Why don't you have a seat on the couch? They right. have you they sit have down. A lot of couches. Yeah, and, and they and then they go and they gather up their stuff and they go and they sit next to you on the couches and kind of go over all the details right. of your stay and everything and make sure you have your magic bands and everything else is going good. Yeah, and, and uh, it's really uh, it was really kind of a nice classy 
touch, I felt, rather than to be standing necessarily up at a desk if they, if it's allowed. Now, the lobby could be full and they might not have the couches open, right. but the couple times we've been there, they're just like, yeah, just sit down on the couch and we'll, we'll get this all handled for you. Right. The lobby is, well, first of all, it's a, it's a smaller lobby, but it doesn't have those traditional booths where you check in or check out. It's, it is a very kind of freestanding. They do have like counters that some of the workers are there, but they, they lead, like you, like you said, is they actually walk away from that and go up to the guests and offer assistance, whether, and, and so it can be anything, whether it's assistance with checking in or checking out. Uh, we had an, uh, issue one time with one of our bands and, you know, so they were just there to come help and greet you in a very much more informal setting. Yeah. And uh, it's really nice. Uh, they don't have like any at the front desk, what they, whatever the front desk is, they don't really have like the normal computer screens in front of them. Right. They have tablets yeah, that they're working right. off of. So it allows them to kind of move around through the lobby. As for the lobby itself, it's beautiful. They have this wonderful chandelier. It's laid yeah. out really nicely. It's it's not a giant. This isn't a huge, huge resort. It's nice size. It's not a huge resort. Uh, but the lobby is not really huge but it's really laid out well it looks classic uh european right. it's uh the, like i said the chandelier is excellent and uh really like a lot of the touches through the hall some of the artwork there's one uh area you go through it's next to the what's called the voyager's lounge which if you go in there they have a lot of old books and such and they also have in these cases in there some actual stuff from waltz trips to Europe, including right. the original doll, uh, Mickey Mouse doll right. that's in there. Then you'll see some across the hall from that, a lot of old classic Walt pictures uh, and, and with his wife, uh, Lillian, and, and, and the family there. And like one of them is with that that doll. Right. On, you know, and that's on their trips uh, to the Riviera, which they love so much. It's really right. cool. Yeah, they have a, a in case in there is also a receipt of books that Walt, purchased in Europe in I think it was 1933 some I may be wrong on the year but anyways and so um, you could see that he was purchasing things like uh, Pinocchio and some of the other classics that he eventually uh, made into animated films mm -hmm. yeah it's really 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 nice space and uh, I like a lot like I said you were talking about the mosaics the mosaics are spectacular they have a tangled one and a Peter Pan one mm -hmm. that are just uh, unbelievable. The pools look wonderful. We took, you know, it's been a little chilly, so we haven't gone swimming, but we did check out the pools a little bit, just kind of walked around. They have a lot of games out there. They have a bocce ball set out there. They have a giant chess and checkers set. I saw it today. The first time I saw it today was they had this like billiards, like giant billiards set that they put up like inflatable walls to bounce them around. Nice. The balls would knock off of it. It was just fascinating. And I, I saw somebody posted on social media that was here too that they have like a, uh, a radio controlled boat regatta in one of the pools in the morning. Sometimes <laughs> nice. the kids can drive the boats around. So I haven't seen that personally, but I've seen some uh, postings on, uh, on social media that that looks really cool, but uh, the grounds are laid out nicely. Yeah. So convenient to the Skyliner. I yes. uh, just, it's so easy to just walk on there, go to the studios, uh, go to Epcot. We've right. taken advantage of that significantly so far. Yeah. It really cuts the time from waiting for buses you know, you just walk up there and you're taking the next one that's available and 
That's just fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really great. And I would suggest anybody, if you, you know, whether you're staying at the Riviera or not, if you have a little time and you're on the sky, Skyliner route, why not you know stop off for a little bit and just kind of walk along the grounds and you know check out some of that, the Walt stuff mm-hmm. and check out the mosaics and just you know just just scope it out and see for yourself. Um, really nice. We had dinner at uh, Topolino's Terrace, mm-hmm. which is the restaurant at the top. It has spectacular views. We were just catching the fireworks at the tail end of our dinner last night, the Epcot Forever fireworks. Um, I believe you could probably see fireworks from the studios mm-hmm. as well uh, from there. Um, but yeah, it was really nice. We had great food, great service. Um, I would recommend uh, you going up there. If you're looking for a nice dinner, it's not cheap. It's going to be a you know, rather relatively splurge right. of a dinner. Uh, but it, they were nice, extensive wine list, really fresh pastas. And it seems like it's a lot of uh, Northern Italy, Southern French type cuisine. Yeah. Uh, and it was just, it was, it was really exquisite. We really enjoyed oh, it. Oh yeah. And you know, one of the things that you even pointed out it, you know, the room was filled with people because we went on a Friday night and we were able to easily talk mm-hmm. to each other without yelling or, you know, saying, what? You know, it was it was pretty nice how they had the acoustics set up that it could still be easy to hear the people you were with. Yeah, exactly. It really was. It's a nice restaurant, and I highly recommend uh, you check it out at some point uh, if you're looking for a new restaurant to sample while you're out on your Walt Disney World Resort vacations. Now, for a couple things that we're not exactly <laughs> crazy about, and I'm not going to pick nitpick too much, but. Uh, the suite itself, because we did get a one-bedroom villa for this stay, uh, and uh, while it's nice, um, and I guess we're spoiled because of Bay Lake Towers, right. where we stayed at several times, and they're spacious, really beautiful, spacious. Exactly. And this is, feels a little tighter. I mean, it does have plenty of room, don't get me wrong, uh, but it only has like, you know, a lot of the villas have two two full bathrooms. Right. This only has one, and that can be a little tricky if you're staying here with a big family, for example. If like you know, some you have a couple in the master bedroom, and kids or even other adults mm-hmm. staying uh, in the other room or whatever, it can be a little tricky to maneuver in and out of that bathroom. I would think. Right. I mean. You're right. If you're staying in a reg- if you've stayed in regular hotel rooms, yes, this one bedroom will seem very luxurious to you and seem very spacious. And they they've done a great job with how they've utilized the space. Uh, so, for example, they have a trundle bed that is you know like a a single bed, and then they have a a couch. It's interesting. It's a couch that actually it folds. The wall folds down yeah, into a, a it's a Murphy, Murphy bed, bed behind the couch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you don't you don't move the couch and everything. You just right pull the pull the wall thing down. But um, so it is a real interesting and efficient use of space for sure. And in the sitting area, you do have you know it's kind of a long couch and you have a couple other um, cushion chairs and things. So it is there are and that and the table in the kitchen area is very large. You know you could easily you know have a party of like what eight people here or whatever um you know definitely six or seven easily but yeah so it is compared to another hotel room it is a lot of space but compared to some of the earlier versions of the disney vacation club places it is a smaller and it does only have one bathroom um the main 
bedroom, you know, is is a large. It's it's what you would expect. Yeah, uh, we do have a great view off of our balcony. We can see Spaceship Earth. We can see much of Epcot right from our balcony. Right. And we didn't even get a preferred view. We have like a standard, standard view. view. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of nice. And you know, it's it's and we we're, we're in a one bedroom villa and we're nitpicking about <laughs> it. You know, it's really nice. It's just the same. But we were just comparing it to some of the other ones. Like if you like Bay Lake Towers. You know, there are some, I would say that, you know, check your point totals if you're a DVC member right. and compare it to some other places. There are some places that are a little larger mm-hmm. that are convenient. But this place, this place is spectacular. It is really convenient, like I said, to the Skyliner. If you're going, like, if for festival season, getting to Epcot or whatever, right. or if you want to get to the studios a lot, it is really simple and really easy. Um uh, you know, I, I, we will definitely be staying here again, I will say at some point. Yeah, definitely. And um, we're anxious to even see what the studios are like. They actually have um, two different types of studios. One has a, a queen bed in it and the other one, it's a Murphy bed. Um, so it, again, it uses different point systems through the vacation club. Um, and I think the other little quirky things we saw is like some of the cabinets don't seem to be leveled so that part of the door might hit something else like the microwave or you know you might have the oven you can't close that door and have another cabinet open yeah there's a little (laughs) fitting issues with some of the uh, appliances it seems with some of the cabinet space here but nothing significant nothing that's really troubling just and the other thing is that there's this fan in the bathroom that's like you can't shut it off it's just going all the time so you have to shut some doors (laughs) to make sure that you can get some sleep at night but the closet uh, door when you open it 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 hits when you get to a certain point open it hits the floor and you have to like pull it really hard right. against the carpeting. So it's just, again, leveling issues. <laughs> couple kind of, couple of kind of funny workmanship uh, issues here. But I will say that they have some really excellent uh, technology, the um, really brand new flat screen TVs that you can, that they're set up. One, they're set up to do some, they have some on-demand Disney movies right. that are uh, free, free to right. you uh, to watch. Also, it, they're set up to easily cast from any tablet mm-hmm. you have. You don't have to mess around too much with it. I mean, we was uh, I'm not very good at casting from my devices. Uh, it was really easy for right. me to put up Disney Plus on there uh, last night and just you know we watched The Mandalorian and you know right. and, and watch some other stuff. So yeah, uh, really easy and that's nice and convenient and a little bit better than some of the older uh, DVC places. Right, right. I think this is well. I don't know what the the more recent ones at Wilderness Lodge are like, but yeah, this is, you know, you, you have a little bit more selection with, mm-hmm. with it within the TV. So, uh, very cool. Look again, uh, if you get a chance to stay here, uh, I do recommend it. It is beautiful. Uh, however, more than anything else, just come out and take a look at it because, uh, there are just so many cool little touches throughout the resort that right. I think you'll enjoy artistically. And if you love Walt Disney and if you're listening to us, you know, you probably do, uh, you, there's so much history with Walt that they've added into this resort. Yeah. It seems like they were very respectful of wanting to incorporate that into the theming of this resort. And they did a fabulous job nope. and, and the color schemes are wonderful. And, you know, you can tell that they really, you know, researched what color schemes would be, um, cohesive with that type, like you said, Southern France or Italy yeah. and, it really blends in well, and you see that in the rooms with the color schemes in the rooms as well as throughout the um, 
you know, the entire property. Yeah, and there's nice little touches like the grates. They have these window grates outside the windows that are hidden Mickeys and even a hidden Minnie. Minnie, yes. Yeah, which is really cool. Uh, just little stuff like that that you'll notice as you walk through the resort. And, and it's it's really, really enjoyable. So Right, uh, and the lighting is really pretty and yeah. a little bit unique in the rooms too. Yeah, uh, definitely check it out. Great when artwork. Now let's get to what you're really listening to this for, I would think. <laughs> Uh, and that is our spoiler-free review of Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. It's an instinct. A feeling. The Force brought us together. We're not alone. Good people will fight if we lead them. People keep telling me they know me. No one does. But I do. Long have I waited. And now... Coming together. Is your undoing. What, uh, what are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir. At my friends. fear is the destiny of a Jedi. Your destiny So yes, we saw this, uh, we couldn't do it the Thursday night when it first debuted because we well, were at Walt Disney World Resort, we had some things that we were taking care of, some other plans, we had, we had we'll some talk about fun stuff to do. Uh, so instead, we went and saw it uh, yesterday morning on the 20th, so the day it technically was out uh, over yes. at uh, Disney Springs, the AMC there, which is the first time I've ever been to that theater, so right. interesting. Uh, so, uh, and it was, you know, big crowd, great crowd. They cheered, they hissed, they, <laughs> they got into it. They wooed when they needed yes. to. Uh, it was a fun crowd. And let me just say, I'm just going to go right out the beginning. And I kind of tweeted it out there already. Look, this is what I like. This is Star Wars to me. It was just a fun ride. I don't know what you think, Michelle. Yeah, I'd say the same thing. You know, it, it did what it seemed its purpose was. So it tied loose ends from the past and it brought and paid homage to the characters from the original trilogy. Um, you know, I think that it it covered all the bases that it needed to cover. Right. So 
So we decided to go into this movie, or at least I did. I don't know what Michelle yeah. decided, but I decided to go into this movie and like, look, uh, I I just want to go in and have some fun. You know, we know the Star Wars community has been really split. And I want to go back knowing this is the end of the Skywalker saga. And since I, you know, I, I did have the chance to watch it back in 77 when I was a kid, I kind of wanted to transform myself back into a kid and not just be so nitpicky about every little thing. Just go in there and look to have a good time. Look for this amazing journey through space, you know, look for all the different uh, families that are created, whether it's, you know, an actual blood family or the family that kind of, you kind of, because of circumstances, mm-hmm. becomes people that become your family because right. of that. And, and and just enjoy the romp that is Star Wars. And I think that this movie was perfect for that. Yeah, I would totally agree. If you're looking for the best storyline, if you're looking for an equivalent to Rogue One, that's not what this was for. Um, but it, like you said, if you're looking to, you know, reimagine seeing this kind of universe as, as you did as a child or when, when you first saw whatever episode of Star Wars that you saw, this really touched on that and it touched the heart too. Right. So, I mean, was the story a little clunky at times? Yes. Was it too jam packed a little bit at times? Yes. But you know what? I didn't care. I just had a great time. I laughed a lot. I cried at least four times in this movie, but that's me. I'm an emotional wreck. You know that if you've listened to this podcast many times. I cheered. Uh, I, I, it was just a wonderful morning slash afternoon at the movies. Yeah, and it was fun uh, enjoying it with a crowd that you could tell was very much into it. Um, I don't think I heard any moaning or anything like that. Everybody was really happy about, you know, how the how it all played out. And like I said, I mean, I think the the respect and reverence they played to the original trilogy characters, um, and you know, just to the to the whole universe of Star Wars in general, um, I thought it was just really entertaining in that regards. Yeah, it was and, just. Yeah, I was just going to say, and again, fun doing it with an audience that was into it as well. I I mean, I get it why some of the critics are not, you know, are are rating this movie as not the best Star Wars movie. It probably isn't. If you're just going to take it on as a single Star Wars movie and and talk about on storyline and where it has some issues or whatever. But I think it's, it's perfect for wrapping up one, definitely the sequel trilogy. I think it's a nice wrap up for the entire Skywalker saga. I think JJ did a magnificent job. Love the performances mm-hmm. by many of the actors. I'm not going to get too much in detail into this so we don't spoil anything for you, but just just had a great time. It's what I remember Star Wars as a kid, just having fun living through these people in this amazing adventure. Right. And I would say this is one of the few Disney films too that most everything from the trailers made an appearance on the screen. Um, Maybe not always in the right order and maybe some of the conversations weren't as um, cohesive as what we saw in the trailer. But definitely pretty much everything that that you saw there did show up. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. 
I'm looking forward. We're watching it again on Christmas Day. We already were planning it out. We're going to get back together with family for Christmas Day. And we have brunch with Mickey Waffles planned. And uh, then we're heading out to go see The Rise of Skywalker again. And I can't wait to see it again. There's so many parts I want to, you know, experience over again because I think there's some uh, interesting things that happened. And uh, Michelle actually picked out a little tidbit that I I, like blew my mind a little bit the other night. (laughs) And I need to watch that to see if what she says she thinks is happening there is true or not. So I got to check that out as well. And I'm sure eventually down the line, um, we'll get Rob LeBerry from the Jedi Temple Archives podcast on and we'll uh, do a more spoiler filled breakdown of this film after we've watched it, you know, another three, four, 17 times or whatever. But Right. And I have another um, parallel to Casablanca. It always goes back to <laughs> Casablanca for some reason. Star Wars and Casablanca, they're like the same thing. They're right. the same films, right? Exactly. Well, I mean, we did, as we talked about in the past, some of the, you know, like Java the Hutt was actually designed with one of the characters from uh, Casablanca. But there was something that occurred in Rise of Skywalker that was, to me, very reminiscent of something similar in Casablanca. You know, I, I'm not saying it actually, you know, scene for scene. I'm just saying that one of the things that happened, I was like, oh, that's pretty much like something else that happened mm-hmm. in Casablanca. Yeah. Uh, really just enjoy. I just had a great time with it and I hope that, uh, you can too. And I, that's, that's the thing is like, I, I think people, we as adults forget sometimes of what star Wars originally was. And George Lucas said it many, many times. He said it just recently. And when they did the 40th anniversary at star Wars celebration, they went through it. He's like, look, this was a film made for like 11 year old boys. Okay. You know, these, that's right. what these are. So, and sometimes we forget as adults, you know, that we go into these films and think they need to be this high, you know, art thing. And then they need to, you know, have these twists and turns and everything. And then it's like, no, you know, you go with the kid and watch them take these films in. You know, everybody loves these different films. You know, we, we grew up with the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. We were kids when we watched the original trilogy. We love the original trilogy for that. Uh, my son, Nick, he you ask him, he'll still say his favorite Star Wars movie is The Phantom Menace, right. which is many people don't like The Phantom Menace. But because he was very young when that came out, uh, that's right. his, that his Star Wars. One. Yeah. Many people now, there's going to be many kids now that the sequel trilogy is going to be their Star Wars. Okay, you know, right. uh, most there's very few people that come into Star Wars as adults. You know, you don't just become a fan of Star Wars as adults. It, the ha- most part. it happens, but many people, most, most people don't. Most people pick up Star Wars as kids and that's because that's who these movies are made with. And it should take you back to being a kid at heart when you go back and watch these films. And that's what this film did for me personally. Yeah. And it's great now too that they have... Uh, very strong heroine in there with Ray and, you know, um, it, I think that was also a good addition to, you know, the newer trilogy. Yeah, uh, it was all, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I think it did a really good job of, of tying the, you know, as much as we, we talked about it just the other week when we, when we broke down The Last Jedi, you know, and there mm-hmm. were a lot of things up in the air. I think J.J. did a great job of trying to tie things together as much as possible between where Ryan Johnson was going with it mm-hmm. and where J.J. had it going at the original film and uh, working off of it, you know, and some things he kind of let go by the side and some 
things he grasped onto and continued on. But either way, I, I think it all worked out really well. And I just think it was a really, really appropriate close uh, to def. Like I said, definitely to the sequel trilogy, but uh, I, I think it was good for the entire uh, Skywalker saga. Sure. And you'll feel satisfied that some things got answered that were up in the air in the past. Um, and seeing all the characters, you know, that they have had over the recent times. And, and obviously we, we know that Leia is in there, that JJ was able to utilize some, uh, film that wasn't utilizing the prior ones. So it was nice to, you know, have look forward to seeing her in there as well. Agreed. I, I think it, uh, I, I, you know, unfortunately, I think there were some parts that got a little clunky with her um, because of the fact that they just didn't have her to play out that part. Right. So they kind of had to work around some things. And, uh, but I still think it worked. And they, I thought it was important that she was in this. I, to me, I, and I've said this many, many times over and over again, she is the hero of Star Wars. She is the base, the heart. She is the hero of all of star wars to me and so i'm glad that she was there some in some form in the final film oh definitely you know and then also the original droids r2d2 and c3po in it you know they're great uh we saw in the um trailer you know part of the conversation there and with uh, c3po and all i'm saying is everything that was in the <laughs> in the trailer shows up in this movie right and uh so it's great it's great enjoy it go out if you've seen it go out and see it again if you haven't seen it yet um and you're concerned because some of the critics are ripping it and there is still those people that will rip it on social media and whatever and if you want to rip it apart find that hey if you don't like it you didn't like it that's i'm not going to try and tell you you shouldn't that you should feel any certain way about a movie but if you're if you're concerned at all if you're thinking whether you might like it or not um, I would suggest you going to check it out and, and judge for yourself. And like I said, I, I, to me, my biggest suggestion, and this could have been my tip of the day, but I'm going to go just with it right now, is that um, go in there and remember what it's like to be a kid cause, and, and just have fun. Yeah, you'll have fun with it. Yeah. Uh, don't go in there expecting a greatest movie ever told. Or again, you know, if we're if you're looking at some of the Star Wars films that were really great films, this is not going to be one of them in terms of story, but it's great in other ways. Right. I mean, the story's okay. I, yeah. I just, I think it's over, like I said, it was just a little overcrowded, but um, it doesn't mean I didn't have fun with it all. I had a blast. Yeah. So. Uh, that's it. Again, we don't have any Disney stories this week. I'm sure there are some out there. I could go through. I know there's probably some really major things happening right now. I don't have any for you. So uh, we're going to skip over that this week, but we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. Like we're on right now at the Walt Disney world resort. And we always start with Michelle one, cause she's just absolutely wonderful. And she planned this trip to a T she's been great with it, but she always has the very best tip. So let's quickly get to Michelle's tip of the week. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to give two because one of them I've said before, and that is don't be afraid to let some of your desires known to the cast members because they really do want to make sure you have a great experience and, um, you know, take the time to say thank you. It can pay off mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes, but, you know, um, really, 
you're having such a great time. And even the little things are worthy of thanking them. Like if you get the location in the hotel that you had advanced requested, you know, let them know that you really appreciate it because they are trying hard to make it good for you. But that's not my major tip. My major tip is actually related here to the Riviera Resort. And um, we know Topolino's, we said, is beautiful and it is pricey. However, one of the nice things is they do have a lounge there that, well, there's actually two parts to this. They have a lounge that you can just go up and have a, a cocktail or a cocktail and appetizer or the full-on menu without a reservation. It's first come, first serve, but there's quite a few amount of tables there. In fact, they have tables near the kitchen in some of the areas that are fun to watch in the kitchen. But they also have a viewing area outside that um, has also a, a bar outside, um, or you can just go out there if you want without paying for anything and watch the fireworks up there. Now they don't pipe in the music, which is the one thing that mm -hmm. I was a little surprised at. Um, you can actually see, actually most of the fireworks, you can see Magic Kingdom, you can see Epcot's, and you can see um, the studios from that rooftop um, outdoors from Topolino. So you just, you know, walk through and say you're going to the external lounge area. Um, but as I said, it's just, it's got a railing up there that you can just stand and watch these fireworks without paying for anything. Yeah. Uh, really, uh, it's, a, it's a great spot and I highly recommend it. And like we may head up there after we get done with this and have a grab a drink ourselves here yeah. in a little bit because it's really a nice space up there. So uh, definitely, as I always said, Michelle has the very best <laughs> tips. My tip is really quick. Look, uh, the cast members treat you really well out here in Disney. They've treated us really well uh, throughout our stay so far. We still have a few days left, and I'm sure it won't be any different. But we know it's going to be getting crazy here for the next few days. So it takes your time and, and, and be nice to the cast members. They're nice to you. They're trying to make you have the best tip possible. Be nice to them. Uh, it, it's really simple to just say hello to them, talk to them a little bit, find out where they're from, you know, and, and thank them. Cast co hashtag cast compliment is always yes. a great way to, to thank them. Believe me, uh, Walt Disney World does notice these things. We, we get responses all the time whenever we put those out there. And it does uh, help boost uh, these cast members as they, you know, progress through the the, the company sure. through working at Walt Disney World. Also, just one things that Michelle does this all the time, and I think <clears throat> I've noticed that the cast members have been pretty tickled about it, is that she wishes them a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays all the time. And mm -hmm. you just see the smile light up on their face every time she says it. And um, I just think it's a nice touch to them. They're, they're doing that. You know, they're working during the holidays. You're on vacation during the holidays. At least, you know, it's nice to just wish them, uh, you know, a, a happy holiday themselves for being there for you to make sure your trip, your vacation, your stay is as nice as possible. Yeah. I mean, even, you know, when you're in the parks, in the restroom, the custodial uh, staff there, you know, uh, a lot of times I think we just are rushing in there and out and we don't really pay attention if they're there. And it's really makes a difference when you acknowledge them. And, you know, if it is a holiday time, you know, wish them happy holidays. Absolutely. So that's it for this week. Uh, next week, as we mentioned before, we will be recapping our entire trip. I mean, we're not going to just, you know, well, then we went here and then we went there. We're not going <laughs> to do that, but we're going to hit all the highlights next week and tell you what we 
liked, um, how the trip went, maybe some recommendations for what you can try. We tried so many new things this week that uh, we're going to discuss many of those things uh, when we come back and we get back and we get settled again. We get our you know rest from our vacation, uh, which we need because we're already wiped out. Even though we had that day where we took some time, uh, uh, we are already exhausted, but we have been having a blast out here. And so we're looking forward to sharing the entire trip uh, with you. Right. I think we're tired because you're an early bird and I'm a night owl and we're constantly trying to pull the other one towards the other <laughs> side. <laughs> it's it's worked at many times for uh, very, me being early bird has worked for certain things that we've right. done and you being a night owl has worked for other things that we've exactly. done. So, but it's all been a very nice trip and we can't wait to share it with you. So uh, that's it for this week. Uh, we appreciate you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And if you really uh, like this show, you could truly appreciate a rating or even a review is awesome. And if nothing else, tell a friend or a family member about the podcast. Right. And uh, you can also follow us on social media as well. We have a lot of fun with everybody on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, uh, please email us at HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. Yes, please sign up for our newsletter. You can do that right on our website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Uh, really easy to do. Uh, I, I didn't even think about this, but you know, I, we hope you're all having wonderful holidays. It's Christmas right. week, so we hope you're having wonderful and safe. If you're traveling anywhere this week, we hope it's, it, it's great for you, it's smooth for you, and it's safe for you. Uh, we really want to appreciate, uh, we really appreciate that you all have joined us in this year. We're getting more listeners all the time. The downloads are going up. We really appreciate you. You are fantastic, and we hope that you have a Merry Christmas and a very happy holiday. Right, and a very happy and prosperous new year. Absolutely. We will be talking with you more next week getting as we head into the new year. So uh, that's it. Thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.